listening to the third season of the co-production podcast brought to you by Cineropa and Eurimage. I am Domenico and in today's episode we are discussing the co-production of The Invisible Fight, a feature film written and directed by Estonian director Rainer Sarnet. And to speak about this collaboration between Estonia, Greece, Latvia and Finland, I have the pleasure to welcome the four co-producers of the film. We're about to introduce themselves, starting with you, Katrin. You are representing Homeless Bob Production in Tallinn. Uh, what to say about Homeless Bob? It was created in 2006, mainly for uh, doing kind of like artistic cinema. Mm, I've been working with some uh, interesting directors, I think. I... Uh, I'm very proud of the um, beginning of the company. So it was the first film we did uh, with quite low budget and somehow uh, we brought it to Venice, uh, Horizonte, where it won. Uh, so it's, uh, this was a film by Ray Kompu, uh, Autumn Ball. It gave me uh, this uh, kind of courage to uh, stay in this uh, road of uh, struggling through the uh, art house field. And uh, so we, I've been continuing with the strong order visions. So it was um, Rainer Sarnet I started four years later and I've been doing his, now this Invisible Fight is his third film, our third film together. Previous one was November that uh, opened in Tribeca. And... Uh, and then I also been doing nice collaborations uh, and co-productions. Uh, one of them was in Venice competition last year, uh, Captain Volkanova Escaped by uh, Natasha Andrkulova and uh, Alexei Chupov. And uh, now Invisible Fight, uh, which is uh, a quite a nice and... Uh, unexpected collaboration between those countries. So let's introduce the other co-producers of the film. Uh, Alisa, you are the Latvian co-producer. Tell us about you and White Pictures, your production company in Riga. And I didn't pronounce your name right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so my company, White Pictures, based in uh, Riga, Latvia, as you mentioned, it's pretty new company. It was established uh, just before covid in 2019, but actually started to kind of be in a workflow only on 2020. But my background comes longer period in film, as I was also a co-founder and owner of Tassa Film. Uh, we departed the ways uh, in 2019. So uh, at the moment, I have quite a bit of films uh, in different stages uh, in the company. And uh, actually, this was one of the first productions uh, for our new co for, for my new company, The Invisible Fight. And uh, Amanda, you are uh, from Greece, from Athens, with Neda Films. And in terms of co-production, you're coming second uh, in the financial structure. Can you tell us a little bit more about you and your company? Neda Film was established in 2014. Prior to that, uh, I had been working as a freelance producer in distribution, in TV also. I briefly worked at the Greek Film Center in the Zeros, and, but the company was formally established in 2014. 
Um, we also focus on art house, like uh, Kisa said, Katrin said earlier. Um, it's a small market, so it's not. Uh, it's it's something that makes sense. But um, we also uh, now engage in more co-productions. In the past, it was quite harder as a small country in, in Greece to to be able to to participate in a co-production because our funds were so limited. This has changed, uh, so it's with great pleasure that we we can do and participate and offer financing and services to a, a film like this, which is indeed great company. Um, we were the last to come in the picture. Um, Greece was, but I guess that's for another question. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great experience. And we're, we're finishing the film now, and, and some of the stuff is happening in Athens, so it's very exciting. Also with us today, Ellen from Helsinki Films, how are you doing? Ellen. Speaking from Tallinn, in fact, as I'm Estonian in origins, <laughs> but representing here the Finnish company, Helsinki Film Indeed. But we've been around for 21 years. We actually celebrated our big birthday last year. Um, and we've been producing over 30 titles since then. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, two years ago, we actually became an independent subsidiary to Aurora Studios, which uh, has its own distribution arm as well as a fund, actually, for that matter. Uh, Catherine, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the story of the film? I understand it's a comedy. Uh, it, the director has a very specific style that we could already appreciate with previous films. And I, I have an idea that he's uh, continuing on that uh, very specific sense of humor with this film. At least the pitch uh, seems to imply so. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I wouldn't be long. I would just say that uh, it's a kung fu comedy set in Orthodox monastery in 70, 70s in Soviet Union. So uh, it's a it's a nice co combination of things. So when uh, in his previous film he combined uh, or kind of like uh, um, combined pagan folk stories with uh, Christianity, then uh, now he combines the kung fu with the with the Orthodox uh, religions. But it's um it's a, still a genre film, and this time it's not in black and white. It's gonna be very colorful. So it's uh, uh its main aim to uh, is to find joy in uh, doing it, and also also afterwards uh, while receiving it. So it's very colorful film. And Catherine, when did you decide to bring other partners on board? Was it right from the development stage, or did it come later? Yes, I decided to bring uh, collaborators on board from the very start because it's a uh, uh, it's a quite a high budget for my uh, you know like for any perspective to do it only with the Estonian money or even like with the closest neighbors only. So it's uh, it was in the beginning I even didn't know like how I will manage this to put this together. So it started actually with the Serbian-German uh, uh, Taiwanish uh, co-production or kind of like this built up. So I started uh, uh, getting information about those countries and, um, and finding out like what, are, what would be the financing options in Asia uh, and how to build it up this way. And then step by step, 
uh, uh, I started losing kind of like uh, either hope or like uh, either the um, uh, options in financing in those countries. Uh, so it's uh, step by step I started uh, collecting kind of like this new plan. And uh, and actually Taiwan was the last one to be dropped because uh, we, we kept uh, a hope up until we were shooting in Greece because uh, we, we already like arranged kind of like all the financings and, and I had the co-producer there and we were supposed to film something in uh, in Taiwan. Uh, and then uh, the COVID issues didn't allow us to travel, so we couldn't prep, but we still hoped and we brought Taiwanese uh, uh, fight choreographer with the fighters um, to Greece and to uh, Latvia to film, uh, still hoping that we can uh, we can go back to Taiwan and uh, make some shooting over there. And then like it collapsed that, uh, no, we're not going to have this possibility and we don't have enough time so we need to kind of like play this around in a different way so Latvia was the first one to uh, confirm money was it right Alisa it was yes it was Estonia Latvia then we got confirmation from Finland um, and then while already shooting we had the we had the economic support uh, quite early on, right, Amanda? But uh, then we were kind of like still financing while shooting in Greece, already <laughs> shooting in Greece and still financing. And as the uh, this was one of the productions that started in 2018, we got the confirmation from Estonian Film Foundation. Uh, after that, uh, quite some stuff has happened. So, uh, so uh, like, Salary-wise, like everything, budget-wise and also uh, uh, arrangement-wise, it has been a nightmare. A nightmare, and uh, so even while we decided to go to shoot, then I realized that we are still missing like thirty percent of the budget. So it it was kind of like kind of a nightmarish uh, situation. So it's it's actually we have some additional members in our financing plan. Uh, coming with the equity funding from Japan and also from Estonia. You mentioned the budget uh, several times. Can you tell us uh, uh, how much it is? It's 2.7. With uh, how much money raised in Estonia alone? Estonian share is, uh, I think the soft money was around 34%. Um, but the share itself is higher because the equity fund is also under Estonia and, uh, and uh, also part of the Eurimash. But, uh, but yeah, the Estonian soft money was uh, was around 34, uh, 34% if, I, if I'm not mistaken. And Amanda, uh, you have mentioned new possibilities in Greece for uh, collaborating and funding films. Uh, what was the part of Greece in the project? I understand there are some shooting locations, but uh, is there anything else that you brought to the project? Well, uh, we're also doing some post-production here. We're doing the VFX, and, uh, the, which wasn't the plan in the beginning. So as Kisa says, this has been developing. And we're also doing the Image Lab in Greece. Uh, we also did... Uh, about one third of the shooting, we did uh, 16 days, I think, or 17. Um, we were, uh, the, as far as I know from these ladies here, we were the last ones to come into the project. 
Um, because this is, you know, we've never co-produced with uh, Estonia, Latvia, and Finland. I'm very proud that we're doing this kind of collaboration because they're all neighbors and we're all, uh, you know, very far away. And, and so I'm, I'm very proud we're doing this. And um, the reason it happened was because Ki- I knew Kisawan, uh, we'd met and we were friendly, uh, the kind of friends that, you know, you meet in a festival once or twice and you are, you know, you share something together. So she uh, approached me at some point and she said, listen, I'm doing this film. And for some reason, Greece keeps coming back and back and maybe we can shoot part of it. So it was, I think it was 2020. So everything was mad. Nobody could travel, COVID test, what kind of restrictions, insane situation. So we started exploring the idea and we did some scouting, which in the end, we didn't use any of the scouting we had done. We did something completely different because I think this was a process very uh, much in in a, a film in process, if you will. And obviously COVID played a big part in that with improvising and stuff. And, you know, Kisa has been amazing holding this thing together. And so we ended up, uh, and and what what Greece was able to bring in, uh, we we now have a big cash rebate, which is at forty percent. It's been functioning since twenty seventeen, but it started at twenty five percent. Now it's at forty percent. So this is obviously a very big chunk of financing, very very soft money, that is just automatic in the sense it's upon cost report. So if you spend it, you get it back. The cash flow issues are another thing, but it's a big chunk of financing. And then the other thing that changed for us in Greece is um, our funds, uh, meaning the Greek Film Center and the national television, have become a bit more responsive to um, supporting minority co-productions and keeping their deadlines and all that, because I think we started this podcast by saying how sometimes the Mediterraneans are a bit less organized than the than the Northerners, which is actually quite true, and I'm not ashamed to, to admit. Um, so um, the, our funds, even though our funding is still significantly lower than other European countries, both in Greek majorities and minority co-productions, uh, there is some funding available, and then there is the cash rebate if we can do things here, so that helps. So for this film, we also, as Kisa said, we we have the support of the national television, which came through while we were shooting actually in Greece, I think, uh, during our shoot. We were unable to get the Greek Film Center support because of a technicality, because by the time we had formulated the plan, the shooting in Latvia had taken place and they have this wrong rule, in my opinion, that says you can't apply for funding if you've only, if you've already shot somewhere. So we couldn't, we were uh, ineligible for that. They supported us with a a small chunk of money for a scout on a location um, program. You mentioned that um, I think 16 days were shot in in Greece and it's like one third of the shooting. So how many days of shooting uh, were involved in this film? Because it looks like a lot. It was 56 days. We started the plan to uh, to shoot. At, uh, it was a, over 60 that was planned, and uh, this was part of the like uh, part of the still financing while shooting. So, 
and then most of the shooting happened in Latvia. So maybe Alicia, you can you can tell us uh, how it went there and what what your country and you brought uh, to the project. Last two years, or I would say almost three, I managed to combine uh, three possible fundings. What we have in Latvia, which is for these kind of projects where you see the high quality uh, as as a film itself uh, and. Uh, if the film brings the production to Latvia, then it uh, really makes sense to combine all these three sources, which is uh, National Film Center for Minority Support, which was very highly uh, supported from our fund. It got the maximum amount of points and the maximum amount of money on that call. And then uh, uh, we combined uh, Riga Film Fund and National Cash Rebate, which both combining, uh, you can get uh, yeah, 40%. Which, of course, in, in, in our case, is, uh, has become quite selective uh, because the money sometimes is as it is, especially for, for uh, the city uh, cash rebate because the city has you know, more limitations on the budgets they can provide. Uh, so you have to really work on the applications and kind of calculate the points. Uh, so to actually to, 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 to bring that production to Latvia more and more, I, I, I make those choices towards these kind of projects where you can combine all three elements, which then makes really good sense and and uh, also at the end you can bring more to the table money-wise. And uh, Ellen, how does Finland uh, fit that picture? Well, for us, it was pretty straightforward because we knew that we can't contribute too hugely financially in this project. <clears throat> it's uh, the Finnish Film Foundation's Minority Co-Production Fund that came on board. And uh, Kisa had pretty straightforward ask as well. She wanted to have an editor and sound designer. Um, so that was an easy fix. It was more about just finding the right people and interviewing and talking and working out the schedules. We did originally have in mind also having two um, side characters played by Finns. However, due to COVID, it uh, didn't really work out. Um, but then we replaced that by certain services on set uh, instead, technical uh, technical assistance. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we've been really, really on the minor end of this um, in those terms. So we haven't, we haven't had the pleasure to really hang out on the set and see the troublesomes on that. But we've been very independent at the same time because if, um, if for Greece and Latvia and, and Estonia for sure, the the load on cash flow has been much heavier than for us. It's been just really, really direct action. So you identified this issue as being the main issue on this project. And in your opinion, what could what could solve that? Is it how the regulations are, are made right now in all your countries combined? Or uh, maybe because you got also supported by Eurimage to quite an extensive amount, I think 360,000. Uh, at what stage did that money uh, come into the project? Because you apply last to Eurimage, so I guess the money came late as well. Tell us a little bit what, in your opinion, could have uh, facilitated your situation. I don't know. It's um, at the moment. It's it's kind of it's kind of like a luck issue of meeting some nice people who trusted their money into my hands. Um, because otherwise, it uh, we should have just stopped. Because um, 
I didn't really have any access to a good loan system which is uh, existing for France or like Copilisseur. Uh, uh, it's kind of like, but if I would ask money from Estonian banks, it would be really, really uh, expensive. And uh, it would also, they don't really have this kind of like mechanism. They don't really trust uh, that kind of, they don't, they haven't built it up. So in here, it's it's almost non-existing field. So uh, for this film, it's been, I knew that uh, the only way to make this film is uh, is to kind of like go to the, go to the casino in the mean, <laughs> uh, in that sense that uh, I need to double the money that I have. Like uh, if I have Estonian funding, half of it could be spent uh, outside. If I have the Orimash money, I need to spend it in the territory which uh, gives cash rebate or kind of like I'm, I'm earning from that money that I already have. So uh, my main aim was to kind of like um, find partners in the same price level so I wouldn't spend uh, too much while trying to earn. So uh, so that's why also the um, Germany was out that it would have been too expensive spent. So, uh, like, as we see, like, all those country, countries, in a way, like, uh, Finland is the most uh, expensive, I think, uh, from all of us. But in Finland, it's very, like, specific things. But, uh, so, yeah, at the moment, it's, um, it's the cash flow is um, arranged by, by Estonia and uh, it's private money. And what is the status of the film today and what are the next steps? At the moment, it's uh, all the posts uh, taking place at the same time. So we've already finished, almost finished. We have uh, some extra days for uh, for editing if needed. But uh, the sun- sound is ongoing in Finland. Editing is almost finished. We are now in uh, in Athens with all the other post works. Uh, and we also have a composer, additionally, to We used uh, Latvian musicians while shooting. And now, uh, now we will have additional composer coming on some uh, beats uh, from Jap- uh, Japan. You mentioned Japan several times, and um, it's not the first time that I hear that Estonia and Japan has, have uh, some uh, collaborations. Uh, how did that happen? What is uh, what is the stream of collaboration there? Uh, it's a uh, Japanese. Um, uh, they came in with the investing, but all, uh, investment, but uh, also uh, 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 there is a part of uh, kind of like MG for the Japanese dis- distribution. So it's a company called Flag, and uh, I guess they were just intrigued uh, not only by the story and uh, and the film itself, but also uh, they were intrigued to um, to have this bridge uh, between Japan and Europe, which is kind of like a new thing for them as well. So, so I guess this this is why they are they are with us, and uh, now. While we were doing this, um, uh, we already were in, in collaboration. So uh, November wasn't that big part of it, uh, Reiner's previous film. But uh, but uh, right after that, uh, another distribution company in uh, Japan bought rights for the November. So uh, November had the Japanese cinema release. So it was also kind of like now it would be interesting because he it always creates some kind of like followers and uh, it's interesting to see if, if they will follow also this film. Um, 
will it be the strategy will it be to to target festivals and to have like a nice festival circuit or um, you are planning something different with this mill no of course we are uh, we are we are heading to the nice festivals first <laughs> and it it's a true collaboration you know across europe i mean it was a very combined set with a very different um, sensibilities which was quite interesting to watch yeah that's probably also what convinced her image also to to invest in this project among other characteristics but it's a it's a true uh, uh, european uh, co-production thank you it's already time to conclude this conversation i really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did feel free to subscribe to the co-production podcast on apple music spotify google Amazon Music or whatever platform has your preference. I want to thank Creative Europe for supporting Cineuropa over the years and, of course, Eurimage for backing up this program. And, of course, uh, Catherine, Alisa, Ellen and Amanda, we are very grateful that you accepted to be our guests. It was a real pleasure to have you and we are looking forward for the invisible fight and please keep collaborating with each other i think you are forming a nice uh, collaboration even though not easy uh, on paper but i'm sure artistically speaking it will be fantastic and we will be sure to enjoy the film thank you bye bye